0: Time to catch up on the Malloy Drive Show. Yeah. Okay, Australia, you know him. Yay. You can count on
1: him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Uh, go to the top shelf, ladies.
0: And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy
1: Yes, and uh, welcome to the big Monday edition of royal Hello, dangerous Dave. How are you, Mickey? Is it still dangerous? I don't know, no, I don't know anymore. We've had an avalanche of responses to you changing your name. We'll get to that in just a moment. A lot to get through what's on, on this. Hey, fa- what's on? What's on today? Well, it's a famous day, uh, Australia. Uh, well, are we getting the vaccine or not? Has it been announced?
2: Well, it's in the news, and I think it's uh, it's go. Green light. We're going to get vaccinated. Jabs when in do the arm. When we get it? I'm not sure.
1: Well, I'm going to ask Professor Christine McCartney okay. why we are dragging the chain, why we are the last country in the known universe uh, to get this vaccine, and why we're not further up the queue. All right. Uh, one year ago today, since uh, COVID arrived in this country, everyone's getting injected. There's vaccines going into arms all around the world. Um, I don't. I know this is great news, but uh, are we up. getting there quick enough? Yeah. Uh, are we involved in enough vaccines? She is the expert. I'm just a, a dopey idiot. <laughs> She'll answer all my questions on your behalf. Hey, a guy has been found after 18 days in Queensland mm. in the bush. Uh, guess what he survived on? Uh, nuts, berries. Don't know. No. What? Mushrooms. Oh. I couldn't survive three hours on mushrooms. <laughs> not a, we will. Not a fan. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, there's a few curious aspects to this story. We need to get to. We're going to ask you if you could only survive on one food for 18 days. What well, you would like it to be? Oh, can you say burger rings? Is that? Kentucky? Could you survive for? Could you survive for 18 days on burger rings? I don't think you could. No, there would be no good inside. I don't there's no I protein I've proved that. previously you can. <laughs> Hey, it's a huge uh, Monday sport wrap-up with Neralee Meadows. We've got Conor McGregor. You've got the NFL playoffs. You've got all uh, the Olympics going ahead. The Australian Open. So much to get through. The Song Whisperer's up and about. Yes. Guess who our special guest is? It's I about know plenty who of time. Is. Lazy prick Lawrence Mooney has <laughs> finally dragged his sorry ass uh, into our studios uh, to have a chat. I love it, laws It's going to be great. Caught up with him over summer. Did you? Uh, at a pub, believe it or not. Oh, go on. yeah. Yeah, there's a few oh, yeah. interesting types there. We'll get to the bottom <laughs> of that. Hey, uh, we've got some other stories to mention. We'll take your course, We'll take yeah. your tweets. So much to get through but welcome to you Dave How are you
2: feeling it's a weird kind of like a it's a almost a sicky day for most people oh, around this is not isn't it? if this is
1: not a, a public holiday I'll <laughs> yeah. go hey it's Australia day tomorrow for those who care or in, are interested mm. uh, that gets on so you've got this little Monday gap mm. and uh, Jay you you're out there you said the roads that it's like a, a-
3: empty yeah, empty.
1: It's empty. It reminds me. So and Jay's been driving around Sydney streets. So mm. no one's going to work. And for anyone in Sydney, it, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like if you live in Melbourne, the uh, Melbourne cups on a Tuesday. Yeah, and in that town. No one has ever gone to work on the Monday no. since <laughs> since Archer yes.
4: won the Melbourne
1: Cup in 1891 or whenever the bloody hell it was. And so that is what's going on. There'll be no one listening. Well, there was
2: a memo put out here at uh, Triple M on last week said, look, you know, if you don't want to come in on Monday, that's cool. You can work from home or, um, you know. Put in some leave what? and have the. It's fort- optional. Yeah, it was optional. Oh, wait, you're
1: giving people the option to come to work. Yeah, this yeah. is still Australia. <laughs> yes. Why would it? Oh, okay, uh,
2: and uh, just out of interest, Dave, have
1: you had a look around the studios?
2: There is nobody here. <laughs> the, 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 I'm telling you right now, there would be five people in this building. We've just
1: uh, tuned, we'll be tuning into our first ever guest live from the Triple M studios. In Perth, Oh, yeah, uh, Merrily Meadows. Yeah. There'll be no one there either. I mean, this is a waste of, Why of time. Why are we here? <laughs> Why are we here? Give us a ring if you're listening. You'll be yeah. our only caller. A yes. um, Dave, <laughs> um, we've got a big show, and I can't wait to speak to our next guest. Why we've, we, we've just announced we're getting the vaccine. What was the announcement? Sorry, Jay, tell me what the actual announcement is. Why oh, the is today vaccine. big
3: news? The vaccine has been approved by the Australian Therapeutic Group
1: But why... It's been approved
3: in every other country in the world. Why are we getting around to approving it? I don't know. My mom and dad are getting the vaccine in St. Louis, Missouri on Tuesday.
1: Aren't they? Yeah. So why... They finally well, made got the got list. More, we've got more stringent What? Yeah. the well, we care more about we, our own people than America does, or England does, or Europe does. We or, seem to be
2: waiting to see what the reaction is for the, the, <laughs> the rest wait of the to world. See. Yeah, yeah, you no, know, you jab first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: No, no, go
1: ahead. Okay, are they all still alive? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, we'll do it then. Look,
2: that guy's that guy's
1: running around the room like a chicken. Don't take, <laughs> right. don't take Moderna. <laughs> oh, look at that guy. <laughs> that guy's got a twitch. His <laughs> eye won't stop twitching. Give that one a wide breath. I want to know why we are the last cab off the Mm. rank when it comes to what we've been told is the game changer, Mm. and uh, Professor Christine McCartney Mm. will do that. See, Professor Christine McCartney, that sounds reputable. It does. Dangerous Mm. Dave as a moniker. Is that working? Well, I told you last week I think I'm going to retire
2: it, and I think it's time to move it on.
1: Well, there's been a bit of a backlash to that (laughs) suggestion from people all around Australia. If I could only find it. Well, I'll tell you,
3: Mick, I got back from, I got home from the show on Friday when Dange floated this idea. And my father-in-law, Ian, said, uh, hey, as soon as I walked in the door, he said, hey, did anyone suggest dopey? Okay, and I said, uh, "Dopey," and he said, "You yeah. know, for
2: that dangerous guy."
3: Hey, so, what want a dopey, dopey Dave? Dave! That's not dopey
5: Dave.
2: You don't want to be known as Dopey Dave. No, you don't. Hey, know, he no. dopey! Hey, dopey! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Yeah, but I mean, if it sticks, <laughs> but if you, <laughs> I think as I'm getting older, I'm getting more stupid. And uh, we've had
1: a lot of it. requests. Rosie Walden here at the oh, station. Wow. Rosie. Uh, so it reckons it should be...
2: Doesn't come in on Mondays, Dave. Okay, I've got an issue with that because I had one day off uh, last year and happened to be a Monday, and that's... Uh, uh, you, you no. Know, you
1: are what the, our Monday-Friday specialist. Are you're, isn't talk, you're, talk about... Am oh, most then. surprised that you've turned up today? Oh, that's the, the, That you're here <laughs> on a You day are the when,
2: king of the RDOs.
1: How dare Well, you well yeah, but mine are <laughs> yeah, Well, how
2: do I mine, get that? Mine,
1: mine are contractual obligations on behalf of the network. Uh, uh, at from Happy Place, uh, Baldy likes oh,
4: so that's <laughs>
1: personal. Um, Baldy likes Dave. First. What about uh, uh, at Mang- Mangia eighty six? Simple Dave. Okay, so that's really mean, and that's no, again personal. Oh, you, th- know what, you don't mean it's dopey or I, simple. I, <laughs> a a, hey, a case me. of a case <laughs> of Brick Lane to Marlon Guio. I uh, said dad bod Dave. <laughs> well, that's true, <laughs> and and that I'm okay with. Rob Sanders, light fingered Dave. Oh yeah. It's Kevin Fritsch, chrome dome Dave. Donkey Dick Dave. Okay, that's oh, nice hardly thing.
2: think so. Right oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Johnson, Dickhead Dave. Oh, these. Wow. That's what I mean. Like you. Harsh. That is harsh, and we didn't. Luke need to Williams, it flaccid
1: right. Dave. Oh, Come on, Luke. Getting to that age Hey,
2: thing. are we getting into this?
1: Yeah. I want to know if you've got any questions you would like to, uh, me to ask uh, the doc, the professor on the other side about the vaccine, uh, the speed of arrival,
2: what it means in a change to our lifestyles. Let's get into it. Yeah, you bet. One triple three five three is the phone number. And uh, she's going to join us right after this. Professor Christine McCartney, the Director of uh, Immunisation Research and Surveillance.
1: For the drive
0: home, this is Malloy.
1: One year ago today, the coronavirus landed in the big brown land. Life hasn't been the same Mm. since for many people. Some no longer with us. Uh, Some have lost their livelihood. Some who couldn't see their, their dear old mum or dad. Uh, some who have been uh, locked out of their own home states still doesn't know if you can travel to your states it's been bedlam it's mm. been as long as we live uh, we will probably never experience another year like 2020 We are all looking for a way out and there's been some encouraging news uh been uh delivered today and uh i'm a radio dumb guy so i can't really break it down for you so uh to give us the guff it's professor christine mccartney uh the director of the national center of immunization research and surveillance professor uh this is great news yes is this a breakthrough what's it mean how does the landscape change for us today
6: oh uh, look it's an exciting day mick and please call me christine or i'm going to feel really really old
1: what about um, prof i'll just call you professor prof,
6: yeah.
1: prof. Um, we've got the prof on the line yep
6: that sounds okay but look, I'm, today <laughs> today um it's right up there with actually the day a number of months back when i was um jumping up and down because we heard of the great efficacy of this vaccine and the yes. great safety and now it's been formally registered by the TGA, which is um, you know done a really thorough um, review of the vaccine and um, that signals the green light for the rollout of this is the first vaccine for Australia to be yep. using for in late trip.
1: So can I ask on that? Note: We see we did a thorough job. Why are we kind of it feels like we're last cab off the rank uh, with green lighting this thing? With it, everyone else is kind of uh, ha- ha- halfway there, mm. and there's vaccines in arms mm. and going on. Why? Why has the is Greg Hunt an anti-vaxxer? I I do not think Greg Hunt is in any way an answer to that. Is there a reason why? Can you explain to us, and I'm I'm not trying to look for a headline here, but why are we slightly behind the curve here when it comes to keeping our population
5: safe?
6: Look, to be honest, Australia's been way ahead of the curve in so many things in this pandemic. We've controlled the pandemic better than, than almost any other country in the world. We've been held up there as a, as a country who's done remarkable yep. things. That's and right. it's given us that time to examine the vaccines really carefully. Um, they've been rolled out in other countries under emergency approvals. And that's meant that those countries have had to make decisions, you know, to to license them and just go for it. Because, you know, thousands of people are sadly dying, you know, every single day. And now in Australia, it's not to say that we don't want to, crack on, but it is really that um, we've not only been able to benefit from seeing more data, but also see the experience in some of these countries that have rolled out the vaccines, see that they've actually been incredibly safe and, um, you know, learn a little bit about how to, you know, get the logistics done, all of these sorts of things that are very important.
1: Well, I agree with what you're saying. However, I, I would suggest it is an emergency. If I, if I, if I was an 82 year old man or woman uh, in a nursing home, I would be seeing it as, 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 as an emergency. When will we get these in our arms? Um, who's first? Can I jump the queue, <laughs> I, Christine? What's going on?
6: Well, Mick, last time I looked, I don't think you were 85, but i you,
1: yeah.
5: you
6: know. The first priority populations are our quarantine and border workers because that's actually where the Mm. virus is coming in, Mm. as well as the frontline healthcare workers who are looking after people with COVID-19 or, you know, testing people for the virus. Um, Then aged care and disability care residents and workers around the same time. This is all in the first phase 1A. Then moving into, um, you know, Older people, uh, certainly above 70 years initially, um, other healthcare workers, people with underlying conditions, other people in high-risk areas, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people Mm. over 55, moving down then by age largely in the population and probably a rollout that will take us through to October but Mm. is also highly reliant upon a second and potentially third um, vaccine being registered as well and they're in the queue to be examined.
1: Why aren't we getting the Moderna Vaccine? Why well, isn't that? When every other established country in the world has got it, why aren't we getting that?
6: Well, in fact, they haven't got it. Every other established country. Oh, because I th- these... Sorry, I
1: thought that uh, America has it. Does the UK have it? Does Europe have it?
6: Not, not Moderna. Um, to a great extent, yet in Europe, it's coming online there to to some extent. But you know, these mRNA vaccines, the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, there's a, a global you know, constraint on the supply. you you imagine these are complex biological products. I totally get, totally get it. Yep, I totally get it, And they're really in limited supply in the world at the moment. That supply is building, building, lots of people doing huge amounts of work. So we're not to going to get the the that? $100. That's never
1: going to come to Australia?
6: Oh, look, the government does not have an agreement with Moderna at this stage, but they have said that they're looking at a range of other Vaccines, including Moderna, um, you know, uh, to to potentially be supplied in Australia, but we have to wait and see.
1: Government haven't been goofing off, have they? We're the last to be injected, and we're not getting all of them. I want to know what have they been doing? Have they been sitting around on their on their asses, or have they been do? Have they done a diligent job, in your opinion? You're an independent mm-hmm. professional. Have they done all that should have been asked of them, while we have? Been giving up our lifestyles, our in many in many cases. I know a lot of people who are waiting for this because they can't get their businesses back. Uh, they can't travel to see their relatives. Has this government done everything they can to speed up this process and get all the vaccines required to this country?
6: Look, Mick, it, it's a pretty complex situation, isn't it? We've got to all work together. Take that and as I don't a think, no. Um, yeah, no, no, not at all. <laughs> I think, no, look, I think, mean, you know. Right. Thank you. That's
1: it. Interview <laughs> over. On, let Christine <laughs> speak. No, sorry, sorry Go, go ahead, Christine. <laughs> but, but
6: really, yes. look at where we are. We we are. We've done so well, and that that has been, you know, the people of Australia. Obviously, you know, some of the restrictions are really challenging. I, I yeah, totally agree I with that, and and everybody wants to start and. And get vaccination going but you know let's think about this global um supply and think about the fact that it is going first to many settings where hundreds of thousands of people are becoming ill the icus are overwhelmed and people are dying every day and and look it it doesn't sometimes make it easier to wait but i think putting that equity hat on we do have to realize that um for us i think it'll come in a nice controlled way we hope if everybody keeps up the work keep getting tested and um, and we'll you know we should roll out. It's it's about crossing the finish line too, mm. Mick. You know, it's not necessarily just when we start. I'm sure. We're not a huge country. We can get everybody, a lot of people vaccinated. We'll be in good shape.
1: Uh, but I'm just on a sidebar, Christine, you could get me some. Okay. You know you What I mean? Don't ask like, me, You, you uh, have can, you have contacts. Oh, she you, knows, but Christine, one phone call. And <laughs> you call me. You're, like, you're I'm good to go. Look, I, I,
6: I, it's fantastic to hear your enthusiasm. That <laughs> is
1: wonderful. Well, and people will... Just quickly before we go, I mean, this is fascinating, and yes, it is a great day. People are going to get this vaccine, aren't they? You're not sensing that there's a people out there silly enough to not front up for this.
6: Look, look, people, it's good to have questions, but, you know, my biggest message is to ask those questions of someone who's a trusted health professional who's a doctor nurse pharmacist yep. who knows about vaccines don't don't believe you know everything you read from yes. you Baseball. know people who are who are putting out Information there, and you know, spreading basically falsehoods. Mm, so, right. so talk to your healthcare professional. It is really important, and the more people that can be vaccinated, the sooner we'll get out of this mess. Yeah.
1: Well, congratulations to you on behalf, on behalf of all of you nerds yeah. out there who've been working on <laughs> yeah. our behalf. Thank you for coming through for us. And just, just to recap, it'll start off healthcare workers, elderly, and I have to wait till you get down to middle-aged alcoholics, <laughs> and then. Which should be by October. Is that what you said? Well, we should about We October? should talk
6: about your alcoholism another day. Good
1: point. Today. Oh, well, that's, point. A, that's a bigger yeah. conversation, I'm afraid. Good on you, Christine. Thanks All for your right. time. We Any appreciate time. it. Pleasure.
6: Bye-bye.
1: Get with the program, it's This is
2: Malloy. It is nearly Meadows. Uh, she's not too far away. And Lawrence Mooney. Uh, first uh, visit from the Moon Man for 2021 comes up the second hour of Malloy. The second hour, hopefully
1: someone's out there listening, and this unofficial know, day of the weird, day before Australia Day. No one I'm here on, in the I'm on to you, Australia. You're not <laughs> listening. The roads are empty. Where are no you? No one's out there. Uh, streets are bare. Christian's yeah. on the line. Christian? Hey,
2: Mickey. You're listening. Yeah, right? Thank, oh, you. Thank
1: you. I said you're listening, so you've rung in, yeah?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening.
1: All right. Well, where are you listening from?
2: Well, I, I ran out of beer. I
6: had a, bought a box on Friday I ran out of beer, so I just went down the bottle line, So that's why I got you uh,
1: on. a box on Friday. Jeez. Love to be able to... It's great to be able to help you through... Moments like that, <laughs> going down to the bottle shop and getting a beer. Yeah. Good on you, Christian. Well, that's very Australian. What you got Australian to do on your show day weekend? Yeah. What oh, about all right, all What right. about another
2: case of? What a case of Brick Lane? Maybe. For oh, I right. oh, oh, so. Get the guy brick drunk.
1: Line.
2: Brick Lane draft, the greatest Oof. draft
1: going around. Well done, everybody. Chris is on the line. Chris, where are you, mate? Hello. Where,
2: where are you? How you going, yeah, mate? Where oh, am what's I? What's going I'm on, just... mate? Just, I'm just down at Phillip Island, mate. Just living is
1: down, down, here. down is that, where, is that where everyone is?
2: Hey, you know what? It's quite <laughs> up your way, mate, because no one is there because they are all here at Phillip Island. <laughs>
1: If is you're he? going to spend your Australia Day weekend anywhere, there's, that's oh, as good an Australian venue oh, yeah. as the uh, home of uh, the Moto GP. Fairy Penguins,
2: it is,
5: mate. It's a beautiful place. But, um... I've done.
1: I've done both. I've done both uh, the Fairy Penguins and the Moto GP. I'd like to combine the two, <laughs> right. and have the Moto GP drive through the fairy penguin parade <laughs> that's a terrible no, thing to I'm just sorry. feel no, let's cover all the bases
2: we do let's not accept give... that that's not what you want to do and that's the thoughts of Mick not the show
1: <laughs> i was on the back of mick doan's bike i told you my fa- my favorite hey chris my favorite story about the penguin parade was I'm, i met a ranger who was who who was after a, he, he, he told me the story of an american family who rang him up and he was in, yeah. he was in charge of the penguin parade he goes hey, hey man we're running late can you hold the parade We'll be there an hour. Oh
2: really? Like like it was
1: showtime for yeah. the Penguins.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't get paid.
1: They don't get paid. No, good on right. you, Chris. Thanks for the call. Nathan's calling from Newcastle. Oh, what awesome. have you been doing, big fella?
2: Hey mate, just sitting in the tractor, mate. Some of us have
0: got another workout. That's exactly mate, right. Have,
1: have you got a drinks holder in the tractor?
4: Oh, I do, mate. It's a pretty shitty one. It, uh, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't any good so it just keeps falling over. So I do to... it.
1: Hey, Nathan, you're not on the roads, you're on a private property. If you can't have a, a quiet beer behind the wheel of the. You no, know, am I encouraging a crime there? I don't no, want to do that. No,
4: no, no, I just got to quench my thirst, you know? That's you right. quench your
1: thirst, and so you're back into action. Or well, a case of brick lane coming right, your way. On its way. On one of yeah, those on, on your, your tractor. Jay, sad news in. Uh, or bigger issues in uh, the great town of
3: Adelaide in South it Australia. Is. It has been hot all across Australia, and there's been a a bushfire in the last 24 hours in the Adelaide Hills. Mm. And, you know, to show you, Mick, you've talked about it before, people keep their sense of humor in these sort of situations and uh, do the best they can. And in response to the big emergency-level bushfire tweet from Casey Briggs, who's with the ABC, Hilltop Hoods, hip-hop band, they're (laughs) from Adelaide, (laughs) right? So they tweeted in response to this, we've evacuated told my daughters, two and four, to only pack what they needed and wouldn't want to lose. Amongst other things, I've just found rocks in the two-year-old's backpack. <laughs> and then he puts in here, not even good rocks. <laughs> and the four-year-old packed a framed picture of herself.
2: <laughs> oh, that's
3: awesome. Well done. Good news. In the last hour, Hilltop Hoods has tweeted simply, rain.
1: Ah, rain, bang. That's why. There why you good. go. All right. Hey, when we come back, it's time to keep going around the grounds. We're going to go to Perth and catch up uh, at yeah. our Triple M studios with Nerly Meadows. You got
2: it, 92.9 in Perth. Triple M rocks Perth. Yep, narrowly up next. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is,
0: is Malloy.
4: <laughs>
0: Nerly Meadows.
1: Sports rap. Toss to Godwin. He's got the first down. and This game's over. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Are going to Super Bowl 55. And it's about time something went right for Tom Brady. I really <laughs> do. I feel for him, his life has been a shambles. You know, he could have been anything, mm. could have married a really beautiful woman, Man. got five rings, lived the high life, looked like looking. a good looking guy, like male model good looks. <laughs> but no, look at him. He is a talentless little toad. Who's never won anything. What is going on with that man? (laughs) Neroli Meadows. Is it Tom Brady's world and we just live in it?
7: I think that is absolutely right, Mickey. I cannot talk up this Super Bowl enough. Super Bowl 55 is going to be between the greatest of all time up against the best we've ever seen. Patrick Mahomes up against Tom Brady. As you mentioned, six Super Bowl championships (laughs) already He moves to another team, which was at the time the biggest story of 2020. (laughs) Things got a little different from there.
5: But basically,
7: he moved teams to the Bucs and he has led them to a Super Bowl 55. It will be his 10th Super Bowl. He's been a part of 21 seasons. That's a winning record of making a Super Bowl 48% Mm. of the time. Absolutely Ridiculous. He's got um, six already, gets a chance to win another one. And to make it even more special, it is at the Bucks' home. Yeah, never happened before. Never so happened.
1: They're going to be sitting in there. They'll all they'll be overstimulated, that crowd, won't they? Do they? It's incredible. Jay will join in on this too. I, I just want to ask, how does this make the decision from the Patriots to get rid of Tom Brady? Or as Belichick, it was either Belichick or Brady, I don't know. What happened? How does it look in
3: retrospect I mean, that this Tom... guy can walk across the road
1: and and make a Super
3: Bowl? Jay, what's your what's your <laughs> I, opinion? I completely on this? agree. I think Tom Brady said, "You know what? I I can go again. I can do it. Give me some weapons." And the New England Patriots are, have been notoriously stingy in the position players. They've always gotten the most out of guys who, you know, they're okay, but they're not great. And Brady looked around. And he's like, well, if you're not going to give me another chance, I'm going someplace that does, that has the yeah. coaching talent. Bruce Arians <laughs> is an amazing head coach, has got the wide receivers. I'm going to bring Gronk with me. I'm going to get other he's guys more, to come. To...
1: He's brought Gronk with him. And he's the two grunk- of them are off to, you see them smiling, walking off the ground, going I, off It's the Super Bowl, in- like it's just another day at the office. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> well, it's but it you is. know what?
3: <laughs> Brady had Brady stayed at New England this year though, he would not be going back to the Super Bowl. New England so, just doesn't have the doesn't have the weapons that Tampa Bay has.
1: The decision was still the right one. Absolutely.
7: With the crowd as well, because you just mentioned it before, in COVID times, around 22,000 people will be there. So about a third capacity. They're saying that 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers will go for free as well, which is unbelievable. So at least there's a bit of atmosphere there and a pretty amazing job, really, to get the season to this point.
1: Uh, And it's not a done deal because the Chiefs, they want to go back to back. and They've got a pretty handy young quarterback themselves. Yep, Patrick Mahomes
7: unbelievable. Watching him firsthand at the Super Bowl last year, getting the Chiefs back from, you know, a, such a dire situation up against San Francisco and then what he managed to do in that game and they were all talking about it, he's the best of all time. Yes, Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, but as far as sheer talent and ability to
3: do what he you does. That call, surely.
7: That's what they say in the States. That, Jay, you can back me up here.
3: He is awesome. Mahomes does things on the football field that you look at and you just marvel at how he does it, but it is yeah, going to be. You amazing. can't say he's the best of all time. on well, The basis the of, one, of seen. one ring. Come on, but I mean, come can't on. Like, like have, you like like known, have you known? Have you known America to percent. overhype something ever <laughs> before? I mean, has that ever happened? <laughs> Hey, can I tell you something about Tom Brady in the postseason? Just postseason. Nez mentioned he's played 21 seasons in the NFL. He's 43 yeah. years old. He is the number one in every postseason category. He has 80 touchdowns. He had three today against the Packers. So that takes him to 80 touchdowns in the postseason. The next best player with touchdowns is 45. That's Joe Montana. Hmm. Tom he Brady has... was hes- idiot. <laughs> 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 no, Overrated.
1: Do you know what he was? Overrated. He was very good in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> yes. And it was Ta- <laughs> the best finish to that film you could ever ask.
7: Oh, I just want to bring up right now, we've got the screens in front of us. Jay, you are looking a little bit Aaron Rodgers, speaking of veteran uh, quarterbacks oh. in the NFL, who, of course, Tom Brady beat today. You've got he the did. beard going, the little... Like, oh, I reckon there's a bit of Aaron Rodgers going well, on that, about that,
3: you. That's quite uh, the couple. I'll take what, it. what about me? <laughs> Thank you, Naz. Bit of Fred West. I,
7: I, think, <laughs> I think. it's best just to just to not comment about. Well, you, the Mickey. best. Mum always best... said, if you don't have anything nice to say.
1: The well, you know what? I'll tell you something. I'll say that's, that's giving me great joy. You can't go to the Super Bowl this year. Oh, <laughs> oh.
7: mean! Uh, well. I hey, know. I'm so excited about this game. I'm yeah, pretty devastated. I know there are worse people. You covered off it. You people, covered but... it for
1: ESPN last yeah, year. Yeah, I was over I there in Miami it. last it was incredible. year.
7: And I was supposed to be there this year as well. So, uh, yeah, it's hurting me a little bit, Mick.
1: (laughs) Tom Brady is not well liked outside of uh, New England, though, is he? Because you will remember, Jay, we went to a Super Bowl in San Francisco and they had all the former quarterbacks come up on a screen or appear live and each one of them got either applause or a standing ovation. And when Tom Brady came up, it was just a roundhouse 60,000 stra- straight out boo. Yes. It may have been coming it off the it. back of, inf- of Inflategate, maybe. That's was right. Which was still mm. of. Hey, can you hang about, please, Neroli? We've got so much more to
2: wade through, and we want to of do course. it uh, with you. Hang about. All right, Neroli Meadows is with us. You're listening to Malloy.
0: The drive home. This is, is
1: Malloy.
2: It is Mick Malloy and Narrowly Meadows joining us from our Perth Studios 92.9 Triple M
1: Perth. Our very first guest yes. from the Perth Triple M, M awesome. Studios. Looks Lord. good. Sir. We could have got better than oh. that. I mean, honestly, I mean, I love it. What about Danny Green or is there someone who's the biggest sporting star? From Perth.
7: Well, I mean, at the moment, you know, you've got the Nick Nat newies and the Nat fast, oh. but you've settled for me. That's all right. I stepped away from the wineries to spend this time with you, Mick, so I think oh. that I've made the greater sacrifice here out of the two of
1: us. Yeah, well, the way you've been going so far, I'd say you've come straight here. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, listen, I want to <laughs> – can we talk about the UFC boil over? I don't think anyone saw this coming. He's considered – the the greatest of all time. He's first to take a couple of different divisions. He's the most bankable, the original star. No one thought this was going to present any trouble, and he's he's been taken out.
7: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Conor McGregor, as you say, he's known as the biggest star, but I don't think we can any longer call him the greatest fighter in UFC. Uh, He was outdone second round TKO, Dustin Poirier, so... Huge story coming out of Fight Island at Abu Dhabi and the big one coming out of this one as well is the retired Khabib has already tweeted, this is what happened when you change your team, leave your sparring partners who made you a champion and sparring with little kids far away from reality, to which Conor McGregor has responded, if he wants to have his disrespectful comments, come back and let's go again, my man, I'm here for it.
1: Well, I think I speak for Dana White when I say, yes, please. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I mean, see, when Khabib went, retired, because he's announced his retirement I, yeah. I was wondering if it was a, a play to, to sucker McGregor yeah. back in And then you can go, well, okay, I'll come out of retirement That would be the biggest fight on the deck If we got it there, this is a, the surprising knockdown, round two He was dominated McGregor, let's have a listen <laughs>
0: And as they attend to Connor, Dustin Poirier has produced the biggest win of his career
4: by a mile.
1: Yeah, they should come out of their shells a bit when it comes to There's <laughs> not enough testosterone in that call for my liking. Um, do you do you follow it, Nairally? I know you through the course of your professionalism, you. You follow all events. Where do you put the UFC?
7: Yeah, it's interesting with the UFC. I think I'm more of a boxing fan than a UFC fan. It gets a little bit too much for me sometimes, but I love the discipline that it takes, and I love sure. yeah, just how much as an athlete it actually takes to to be a part of the sport. But I wanted to bring attention to you, Mickey, a story yeah. that came from uh, this situation, because I think it's right up your alley. Mm. A German-Moroccan fighter actually was uh, booted from the event because of a biosecurity <sighs> bubble situation, he and his team cut off their wristbands, gave them to somebody outside the bubble, and basically they don't know why they did it. This is a President Dana White speaking and uh, said that the guy taped them, showed up here with a bag, (laughs) went into a room, shimmied across four balconies, (laughs) went into his room, dropped the bag off, changed his clothes, and then left. When the security tried to stop him, he wouldn't stop either way. And yeah, he's just gone. I love the shimmied across (laughs) the balconies detail.
1: Reminds me of the time I broke into the Turek College boarding house <laughs> in Mount Eliza days. Yeah. So the only defence between you and your COVID-free fighters on an island is a wristband. Yes. <laughs> oh, a wristband God. and a
7: shimmy sounds come like a pretty good party to me.
1: Anyone who ever snuck in to see excess at the P-Hotel, <laughs> Frankston would know how to get into Fight Island. Just going back to what you're saying about the UFC versus boxing, I think you're right. UFC is like the 2020 version of boxing. And so when you have to go, in the old days, 15 rounds and 12 rounds, you get that epic flux between, you know, coming out, establishing yourself, maybe hanging in there, maybe rope-a-doping, maybe being dropped three times, then getting up. And also, there's so much nationality involved. Like when I went to Madison Square Garden to watch the fights, if you're from Cuba, you're from Cuba. That that guy yeah. is the greatest, most important man in Cuba. If you're from Indonesia, that, that boxer is the most... If It doesn't matter. You're from Mexico. There's so much at stake. There's so much epicness, which doesn't detract from his sheer brutality. Mm. And as you say, physicality and yeah. strength and conditioning required. But yeah, there is a... A slight difference. Just quickly, before we go, the Olympics, in your learned opinion, surely that thing's cooked.
7: Look, I'm keeping my fingers crossed like everyone else, but I think what a confusing and uncomfortable time for all of the athletes right now. They've already had that horrible situation of waiting four cooked. years, it getting put off for another year. Then they read on social media that Reuters are reporting that, you know, it's all done. The word from within Japan is that it's not going to happen. Um, How are you feeling in that moment? I mean, the chopping and changing, the effort that you've put in is so hard on both your physical health but also your mental health. Look
1: how much trouble we're having putting on the Australian Open. And I'm not having a go at organisers. Look at how tough it is to get people from all over the world for a single event, one of 500 events that will be competing at this year's Olympics. So do the maths and the sums and the time. I'm just going to call it now. It's done. Athletes (gasps) Athletes <gasps> take a holiday. <laughs> so
4: jo- like if you're an athlete, me. are you yeah, willing a- to a- take a holiday? Athletes,
1: minutes? you should spend as much time in the gym as me. Go oh. work on your pot belly. You're not, get- you're not going to the Olympics.
7: You're going to go for break dancing in a few years' time, <laughs> yes. aren't you, Mickey? How
1: dare you? <laughs> How dare you?
7: Well done, Ness. Thank you, Mickey. Always a pleasure.
2: Nairally oh. Meadows.
1: Drive home. That's
7: pretty loose.
2: Uh, coming up in the next hour, uh, Lawrence, the Moon Man Mooney, who's doing some shows all around Sydney too. So uh, right. we'll get you all the details on that. Good work. And yep. uh, lots more.
1: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. In the meantime, is it time for this bloke? Oh, let's do it. All oh, right.
2: What do you think we were doing? I don't know.
3: Oh, just, oh no, well, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of housekeeping before no, this announcement. Yeah, we, uh, we had a little bit of a mistake with yeah. Narrowly Meadows. Bruce from Campbelltown is here to correct the record. Well,
1: just apologize and get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Well, Bruce, what? G'day, Mick. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. What is, what's on your mind? It wasn't Joe Montana in Ace
3: Ventura. It was Dan Marino. Oh, mm. the same thing. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> Laces
1: yeah. out. Laces out. Laces out. Dan Marino. Of course, Dan Marino uh, was from the Dolphins. Uh, Joe Montana would have been better hmm. in that film, though, don't you think? Yeah, he probably would've. I think Joe Montana was he in Dumb and Dumber. Uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but Brett,
1: Give him Brett, a Brett slab of Brick- was uh, something uh, about
3: Mary.
2: What are you? You're a stickler for the rules, are eh? you? Oh, I like it. You've got to be corrected if you say something That's incorrect. It. It's uh, yeah. you know, nice to even it up. Bruce, you like, got a
1: slab a brick loan. Well
2: done. Please don't call again. No, don't you say that to our <laughs> listeners. You don't want that. You want to invite people to call up whenever they want. Just happy Thanks, someone's Bruce. listening today. That's true. We know, exactly. don't we?
1: That's, yeah. a, just, about, that's literally uh, a public holiday. No what have you got? Around. Do you have more news? Have you? I've from got another Adelaide? one for
3: you, Mick. A uh, from a South Australia police are on the search for a wanted woman, twenty-eight years old, Kay Sand Cox of Surrey Downs. <laughs> that's,
4: that's she's wanted name.
3: over a number of serious offences and breach of bail after she removed a home detention bracelet earlier oh. this month. Kay Sand Cox, home detention now.
1: Right. Yeah, mm. I'm sure that detention was on Copperfield Road. <laughs> Copperhead Road Copperhead, Copperhead. <laughs> Copperhead Road Sorry I've got Oh no oh no. Bruce will be Ringing back oh, no. it's, it's, uh, Copperhead Road Not Copperfield, but it's,
3: what's, on, what's Copperfield On Twitter David Copperfield Road <laughs> On Twitter People are uh, Picking up on it Steve McGuinness, I heard she was Drifting North Check things out again okay. Joel Joel Digham. Uh, I would be Keeping a close eye On planes out of Sydney
1: <laughs> <laughs> The last plane Out yeah, of the, Sydney Specifically Alright oh, Synopsis please Jay
3: all right, Mick. Here we go. A guy is groggy. He's waking up mid-dream, perhaps. You know how you feel if you wake up in the middle of a dream? He's fatigued, and he could hit snooze, roll over, and get up in a few hours, or maybe a few 24 hours. His mind is that fuzzy. He is worried that a woman in his life is starting to understand his true nature. He's being found out, and he doesn't like it. He desires escape, perhaps in a large body of water, but his escape could lead to suffocation. So, there's that. Mm. Large body of water. Mm.
1: Lake (laughs) Titicaca? I don't think that's a song. Lake (laughs) Titicaca. There will be a song about Lake Titicaca. I'm
3: sure there would be as well. But it's not correct. If there is, a song about Lake Titicaca.
2: What have you got, Dave? Well, you said something about dreaming at the start. Uh, I was thinking, like, maybe Dream On. Dream On. By Aerosmith. Dream On.
1: What a song. Oh, man. What a voice. Man, man,
2: man. Not,
1: uh, it? not, no, yeah. not Aerosmith. Not right. I'm just fixating on the large body of water. Is it a dam? It would it be a dam or a lake or? Like a Something
2: similar? A straight. A straight! Oh. Ooh, some, some kind of straight. Yeah. All right, well, you think about it during the news. And 133353, uh, uh, if you know what it is, what you'll get is a, a slab of Brick Lane courtesy of Mick Malloy, which is bloody good beer, by the way, and um, yes. the exclusive limited edition memorabilia. Uh, that's the Kennedy Malloy prize pack <laughs> that you can get your hands on as well. So get involved. It's the Song Whisperer! This. Yes. Is Malloy. This man, our next guest, Mick, uh, he fronts up Sydney Breakfast Radio and dominates yep. every morning. It's Lawrence Mooney on Malloy. A wide-ranging discussion we've just had. Yes,
1: <laughs> about Baker Street. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Baker was about- Street was on. What were you saying? There's a, a guitar solo in there that trumps the, guitar- the saxophone Oh, but solo. it winds up, doesn't it? it, it like, it builds yeah. up to that moment it of that.
5: up, gu- and then it goes... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And, then, okay. and then the saxophone that is at the beginning, Mick, bookends it. It comes in just over um, the top of the guitar solo. It is an absolute perfection. And you know who Jerry Rafferty used to be in a band with? Yeah. Billy Connolly.
1: Really? What do you what mean? mean? What yes. You, they, they uh, Barbershop playing. Quartet? What was it?
5: I think it, I think it may have had something to do with a lot of booze <laughs> and, yeah. some, and some... Wacky to bucky, <laughs> <laughs> I but
1: think um, so. How are you, mate? It's good to I'm have you on this well. hour. Normally you'd be tucked up by now. I said, preparing yourself for another a morning of mayhem. You're, can I just ask you quickly, your partner's doing all the heavy lifting at the moment, right? You're on our partner. She's on? Uh, yeah, um, Jess. Well, she
5: is on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, Jess. Wowing the nation. Crowd favourite, yes. Mm, yeah. Uh, and she hasn't been catapulted out of the camp yet. I think it's a great um, initiative they've come up with. with I'm a celebrity. Get, get me out of here. They put you in a catapult and fling yep. you into a lake. So far, Jack Viggen's gone. Uh, Petty Fleur Beringer. And I think if the show was just catapulting B-grade celebrities <laughs> into a swamp... I would watch that every day of the week. In fact, I'd line up. To, I didn't make 17 series of Dancing with the Stars, but Swamp Catapult put me in it.
1: Well, my favourite shows, one of my favourite shows in history was Man O' oh Man. Oh, yeah, I Where that. they used to, at the end, push uh, the loser into a pool. Mm. sideways like a model would push the contestant into the pool. And I always remember thinking that would be a much better
5: show if there was no water in (laughs) the pool. (laughs) That would have
1: been something to watch.
5: For those Uh, people who live in Melbourne and know of the uh, studios down in Coventry Street, that pool still exists underneath that studio. Studios 1 and 2 where they used to do the Delet show. Hello, I was starting that. (laughs) And uh, Blue Heelers (laughs) with Tom Croydon. (laughs) <laughs> um, a.k.a. John Wood and uh, Lisa... Uh, oh, God. McKeown. Anyway, Lisa McKeown. McKeown. Yeah. Um, well, the, the pool what, That's the one you one those... can't remember. Oh, Johnny Wood. He's a big one. He, he he doesn't escape your memory easily. Now, Mick, I just want to give you some counsel before we go on. Mm, yes. Uh, right. Very few people in the history of the world have done it on their own. Robinson Caruso had his boy Friday. Yeah. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Sir Edmund Hillary had Sherpa Tenzing Norgay. <laughs> Captain Cook had his botanist. You can't be doing this on your own. You've lost your right hand. Surely. <laughs> well, you're, I know. What, surely what you're going to usher Sam Pang into the seat. I mean, they are jumping out of Nova like rats off a sinking ship. <laughs> Marty's come across. I They're don't know cooks. what's gone on over they there, but it's cooks. got a little bit of... It's there's rotten a Catholic Church about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a little bit of incense burning in the background. Uh, that's it. They
1: are they are bailing like there's no tomorrow. There's uh, something uh, rotten. Something stinks so in this.
5: Something rotten in the state of Denmark. State of Denmark over there. Denmark, I think Sam
1: so- Payne just enjoys back announcing Ed Sheeran songs too much. <laughs> I like he just he wouldn't. know he'd have to come out of some
5: kind uh, of hiatus or ambling whatever. in at seven a.m. in the morning, couple of mm. zingers, and then see you later, Chris. <laughs> oh, no, John. I'm off to places. I don't think he go. does
1: Fridays anyway, does no, he? he doesn't. He, 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 does could probably, he could probably come over here and work on his days off. Yes. He could probably come over here when, and work when he's not working on Nova and do just as
5: much. He's so desperate to uh, disavow the world of the the Asian stereotypes that he's, uh, <laughs> he's dropped the work ethic part of it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, <laughs> he's like, yeah, nah, he's taken it too far. Yeah, I you give you another two, two years tops. Now, and, uh, whilst we're talking, Sam Pang, um, um, I have been put under a lot of pressure by your friend Sam, and uh, in way by proxy you to take up the game of golf, Glenn. Robbins why won't you do it? Me. You can make I, up our four ball. You'd be great. I, I've, I've resisted because I don't want to be the goomba, the fourth wheel dragging your back, searching through the bush for my ball, and I, I just I don't want to be the embarrassing hey. Loz is going to play with us. He's, he's not that good. No, nah, uh, That
1: won't be the case. You can do it. All you do pop on a pair of loud pants. Yes. <laughs> and 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 a bit of banter. You know, I've, I've been at my golf club. I have been, you know, have the honour boards. I, for the last five years in a row, have won the member Most Likely to Be Bitten by a Tiger Snake <laughs> Award. Oh, so that's good. So when you talk about looking for your balls, I think I've got you covered there. You'd be fun. We And then we go on a golf trip, which is the only trip that men are allowed to go on these days, yes, at our age and station in life, that doesn't raise alarm bells for everyone involved. It's just so, the
5: four of us walking around in the countryside having a laugh. So, uh, when you say, "Hey, listen, uh, we're off to Bangkok to play golf <laughs> for ten nights," no one, no one bats an eyelid.
1: That's right. That's right. right. Yes, we're or... going
5: to Ukraine to uh, just play
1: golf. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. I caught a disease on the eight. <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> now, uh, one of my favourite pastimes, which I guess I can I can share with golf. I don't have to cancel yes, it. Mm. And it's it's back as of tonight, and that is a current affair. Now. Um, th- A current affair, I've been a big fan for a long time. Like some people are into You've been on it a couple of times, haven't you? uh, Yeah (laughs) Payday Romeo. Um, I love Payday Romeo's. Oh he was so beautiful and kind and lovely and he took me thirty grand and now he lives in my caravan. (laughs) Um, You could be a payday Romeo you would be that it takes a special
1: skill. And I think the, you've got everything at the taste.
5: payday Romeo, but also the painter that uh, cons <laughs> the old people into painting their house doesn't finish the yeah. job, or, or the laundromat um, who trousers the twenty, <laughs> the twenty, you know, when you when you slip, when slip it into the the jacket.
1: That's <laughs> the car I
5: love it. The I killer. love those those setups like that. But tonight, tonight you've got Super Stalker, <laughs> Neighbor from Hell, and uh, yes. I'm so excited about this. I can hardly wait to to get down and, and watch Grimmers present this so these people wanted to cut a branch off their neighbor's tree. Yeah, right and he's uh he's cut up rough. He said no way don't cut off the branch. It's like we're legally uh you know able to. We've got a right to cut off the branch. It's on my side so of what he's fence. done what he's done and it's beautiful revenge for those people that don't want their trees touched, he's got their names, their email addresses <laughs> their phone numbers, and he's launched them up onto an adult website. And uh, he's written some pretty salacious profiles and said, don't worry about calling, just come around. And they had the lowest of low-life perverts rapping on the door at all hours of the night and day. That's a vicious man. Oh, don't you touch my oak tree, otherwise... You'll end up in a (laughs) subculture. Just out of interest,
1: how did you know this was coming up on a (laughs) card?
5: Hold that thought, Lawrence
1: Mooney. We want to get back. We want to talk about your live shows. There's so much more to get through Uh, with you. Do not go anywhere. I'm not going anywhere.
4: Oh, Oh,
0: no.
1: Yeah. What
2: are
4: you doing,
1: mate? Lawrence
2: Mooney, this is Malloy.
0: This is Malloy.
2: Yes, and we're joined by Lawrence Mooney as well. By the way, uh, Moonman's yeah. got some shows coming up. Some uh, information oh, yeah. for you here: the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the Athenaeum Theatre, March twenty-four to April fourth. Then Sydney, a bit the Concourse and Chatswood, the Enmore Theatre. Then Camden Civic Centre, Panthers Penrith. Uh, that'll be through June Let's and July. Sure.
1: Then Perth, hey, the Regal Theatre in Perth. You going to all the good ones, mate. One, Beauty. Why not Adelaide? Because I, oh, I love you in Adelaide. There's nothing oh, better. I- it, it takes a lot of energy to get the front of the advertiser in Adelaide and you've with, done it
5: and with the gone, uh, like headline achievement. five star jerk <laughs> 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 for having a go at uh, an advertiser's still... critic I still and, and think the, that's
1: the best review ever.
5: The first, the first paragraph was how this comedian turned a three star review into being a five star jerk. <laughs> five star jerk's pretty good though. I'm bad. I have mean, had some bad good, times in Adelaide. It's a pretty good Adelaide, jerk. <laughs> I've
1: had some some very bad times in Adelaide. But you, we we'll, we should do a show together. Two of Adelaide. Absolutely. We'll call it Adelaide's favorite sons. Do it, Moonman and Malloy.
5: Amazing. Well, before COVID uh, wiped out live comedy and taught us that uh, without an audience, we're nothing. We're just crazy people screaming at bins and bus stops. (laughs) Um, Yes. There was a tour mooted, Michael, that actually preempted what happened in the show's world. And that tour was going to be one Mick Malloy, Lawrence the Moon Man, Mooney, Marty Sheargold, and Sam Pang. (laughs) How? And, Imagine and the dates, the dates were booked, and we were on the road for September, October, at the end of last year. That's and then right. It fell to pieces. Oh and uh, Artie Lang, who's the promoter, <laughs> uh, right. he'd worked so hard to get us all right. all the dates. It had been so much back and forth that when and it fell to these uh, that'll never.
1: Happen. Well, and the poster, I don't know if it was going to be, but it should have been like us, but on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> but our four faces, like comedy, but Mount Rushmore.
5: Comedy about hey, um, Mount Rushmore, but all holding a different drink—you know, a martini, a beer.
1: <laughs> now, listen to me. If you've done this now, I know this was a show you were going to, a tour you were mm-hmm. going to do before COVID. You're now out. All the jokes hold up, or you revamp this. What are you doing?
5: Oh yeah, there's some 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 stuff I put in there because, um, you know, this time at the end of 2019 or at the beginning of 2019, I said I, I say, well, basically, you know, COVID has overtaken everything. Uh, this time a year ago, the biggest thing that we were debating was should um, Israel Folau play for the Wallabies because right. uh, he had made up his list of all the people who were going to burn in hell. Now, I'll that's just quickly right. go through the eight of them. Um, there's drunks, liars, and thieves. So that's yep. everyone. You don't have to m- <laughs> even make a list after drunks and liars. That's it. thieves. Then there's uh, – it gets a little biblical there's blasphemers and idolaters. So idolaters are people that worship false gods. If you've had a poster of a sporting hero or a rock star on your bedroom wall, you're an you're idolater. Yeah, and then sure. uh, then it goes quite sexual. And this is where homosexuals come in. It's uh, fornicators. So anyone that's had sex in a car in a car park, they're fornicators. <laughs> uh, adulterers. So you know what adulterers is. Going into somebody else's relationship. And homosexuals. So that's the eight who should burn in hell according to Israel Folau. So, yeah. Shall I go through them just quickly again? Liars, yeah. drunks, thieves, <laughs> idolaters, blasphemers, homosexuals, adulterers, and fornicators. Yeah. Now, I've studied that list of eight, Michael, and I am seven from eight. <laughs> And now...
1: I'm doing the maths. I, I'm, I'm doing seven, the maths and I'm on my second hand. <laughs>
5: I'm, I'm seven from eight, and I am so curious... Because I've never stolen anything. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I just wonder whether it feels as good as being homosexual. So, uh, Well, I've got the straight six. So well um, <laughs> uh, I'm in the conversation.
1: And the rest of it is up for some kind of speculation.
5: So, so uh, we'll yeah, take it for this. It. Off and are you going to burn in hell? So, yeah, obviously... That is old news. So things do have to change, and comedy shows actually evolve pretty quickly. So yeah, there'll be a whole lot of new material. You're pretty good essentially... at it.
1: You're, you're chipping away at the cold face every morning. Oh, yeah. You, I've seen your shows. Your live shows are oh, as good as anyone in the country. Yep. They are ripe. They're fun. You're too kind. You'll be shocked. You'll be appalled. You'll be engaged. <laughs> if you're still there at the end, I'll be mystified <laughs> because there's enough. I went to I went to a show with you, and I know because I've I've seen you play opera houses, and you can do it beautifully because uh, you're a sophisticated man. I've also seen. Even hardened crowds at a suburban <laughs> cricket ground go, Oh, hang on steady. Oh, say <laughs> steady, steady, on. steady. Oh, there's, steady. No, can't no, say there's no need baby. for
5: that. Your wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: you, you can do you're on the spectrum, depending on how you're feeling or or which stadium you're in on any given night, you can you can do it. But you oh, wouldn't yeah. miss no. that opportunity. I
5: like to feel uh, the temperature of the room and run with it. Uh, so yeah, yeah please come along. And, a, you, and do
1: you do anything other – are you just Moon Man or do you do any characters? Do you come well, out? I,
5: I, there's a few characters that I do on the show on Moon Man in the Morning in Sydney that I have kind of introduced Great. onto the stage. So uh, there's Rudy Vanderstone, my Dutch uh, uh, TV critic. He hates everything. Uh, last night I sat down yeah. in, in front of the BBL, the Big Bash League, and uh, Big Bash, I wish there was a cricketer standing behind me to smash my skull in so I didn't have to experience that nonsense. I thought cricket couldn't get any verse. But then I forgot, oh, yeah, there's something called Channel 7. More fool me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about, do you are you working on? Now, tell me if now, if, you, if this I, is up I, on blocks, and I don't want to get ahead of you, but do you have, like, a tradie character or something? Well, there is an
5: old tradie character that's reared his head called Doug the old tradie, because my brother was... Um, driving around in his, his son's ute. And I said, you look like an old tradie. And the boys were straight in. It. It's like, oh, old tradies, mate. They're always got long stories about how many blokes died on this site and what they're up to and whatever. And say, so, yeah, Doug's like, you know, yeah, I'm still in the tools. I love it. They always, I, always, uh, I only do jobs 45Ks from home, so I can smoke half a pack of Horizons before I get there. And I can stop at the pub on the way home and blame it on the traffic. But, yeah. anyway, I reckon the, he did... <laughs> yeah, go, go. The footwell. Uh, The passenger's footwell's just full of empty oak bottles and uh, Reese bags with new fittings that I've never used.
1: Would have been on RBT more than once too, I'm guessing.
5: Well, yeah, a couple of times. But the uh, reason I'm still on the tools is that uh, I've only ever done cashies and I've never topped up my super. But when I was (laughs) 55, I spent my super... On a taxi license and a blockbuster <laughs> franchise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Moon Man, we Amazing. get the idea. Amazing. We're going to put
1: that put that list of uh, yes. gigs coming up uh, because I'm, I'm going to tell you, Dave. Don't oh, listen to much that I say, but go and see Lawrence Mooney live. You thank will. you very much.
2: LawrenceMooney.com Love it. to buy those tickets. This is Malloy on Triple no For the drive home, this is
1: Malloy. Uh, Moon Man was great. Go and see his gigs. That would be fantastic. I was uh, speaking earlier
3: today uh, about, who was it? Dan Marino.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jay knows
3: all about American football. You mentioned that uh, Joe Montana was in Ace Ventura, and then we were corrected by Bruce, who said, no, it was Dan Marino in Ace Ventura.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I've been corrected ever since. Um, But people do know where Dan Marino was in. Brian's on the line. Brian? G'day, Mick. How you going, buddy? Yeah, what was Dan Marino in? Mate, he was in Bad Boys too. I (laughs) know he commandeered the car for a chase. He said
2: drive the hell out of it. He said he will.
1: <laughs> I love sporting cameos. They're fantastic. You, you can't go back and watch OJ anymore. No, the, that's right. No. What, what, was, no, the, what got, was the? He got fake. He was love, in the naked he? gun. Naked gun. Yeah. He was. He was. It was funny the first time I saw it. Not yeah. so funny when you look at it back. Uh, good on you, mate. Uh, Damien's on the line. Damien. Uh, yeah, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. You want to say? Mentioned where Joe Montagna... Did well, appear. You know, you're talking about um, the two quarterbacks from the 90s and the 80s. Mm. Um, yep. If you look at Little Nicky, the Adam Sandler movie. Adam Sandler, Little Nicky. Mm-hmm. It's hard to watch, but yeah, I'll have a go.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he's speaking to Harvey Kotel, one of the quarterbacks, I think it's Joe Montenegro speaking to him, why can't you let me win a Super Bowl? <laughs> and he just goes, because I don't like you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So, Joe Montagna (laughs) and Dan Marino have both been putting it out as cameos. We should do this. If not today, can Mm -hmm. we do it tomorrow? Like, great cameo by sportsmen playing themselves in movies would be a load of fun, especially
2: for our audience. Let's get involved yeah. with that, Dange. Yeah, you bet. Think about it and call us back when we're back on Wednesday. A
0: drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this
2: is Malloy. It is Malloy, Malloy on Triple Oh, hang on a minute, Mick. The uh, phone's ringing again. I'll pick this line up. Hello, Malloy. Hello, hello. Hey. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to request uh, oh, a Australian lonely North. boy by the Black Keys today, uh, if that, that's OK uh, with
0: uh, you guys. Oh, sure. This is Adam, Adam Sidak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: our New Zealand Russian mate, he's in lockdown. Down, number 78 in the world. How was your weekend? Yeah. I was just going to ask you that. How was your weekend? You're it's better always than about yours. me, you know? What, what about you guys? It was much better than yours. I went out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I went I went swimming, yeah. running, jogging, nice, um, right. um, played some tennis. through the park. That exists, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds, sounds really nice. Adam, <laughs> did you hear at the UFC some guys snuck out of lockdown by uh, falsifying their wristbands? Do you want me to get mm-hmm. your wristband? <laughs> well, I did. I actually didn't hear that. Wow. Hey, uh, why do you want lonely boys? I know
2: because oh, you're a lonely <laughs> boy,
1: a <laughs> boy in your hotel room.
2: It's a great song, though. I'll have it. We get it on right now for Adam Sedek, right, world's mate. number seventy-eight. Oh, well, thanks. We'll speak uh, to you tomorrow. Let's do it. Black Keys on Malloy.
0: for the drive home. This is.
1: My mate John Bale, who used to be with Soldier On, is now with a group called Fordham, who looked after first responders and their families, has launched a new initiative. It's called Peak Fordham. It's an online mental fitness toolkit mm-hmm. for Australia's first responders and their families. I'll have him in towards the end of the week. It's online. Uh, it's available at the Peak Fordham website, peakfordham.org.au. It's free access and consists of a series of videos videos. And resources to help participants, which is first responders and mm. their families. A bit of a toolkit to help you through it. I'll give you more when we speak to him, but he's a bloody good bloke. Oh, That's yeah. a good cause. And if there's anyone out there who fits that category, uh, firstly, thank you very much mm. for everything you do and and to your families and loved ones. And this is something designed specifically... To help you. In other matters, Whitney, are you
2: uh, uh, on the line? Can you tell us your news, please? Got a mouthful of food at the moment, but uh, she's now <laughs> swallowing. Come on, Whit, you're on okay, air. Come well, on, Whitney, or oh i break so sorry.
7: Yes, very exciting news. Dave Reynolds and Tahan have just had their baby boy. Oh,
2: oh congratulations. Rai
7: Reynolds was born at 3 o'clock this morning, so
6: congratulations, and we're talking to Dave on Wednesdays.
1: uh, Let's get him a kiddie seat for the back back of his V8 so he can have a daughter-daddy work day.
2: That's amazing. Congratulations. Well, yeah, Dave will be on the show on Wednesday along with uh, Dave O'Neill as well. We'll be back Wednesday. Yeah, enjoy Australia Day. Talk to you Wednesday for Malloy on Triple M.
4: Now you're all caught up on the Malloy Drive Show.